Welcome to the Planet Storytime podcast, where we use the power of our imaginations to create the pictures in our minds for some of the best stories ever told. I'm your host, Thomas Mitchell. Our story today is The Misdirection, a crow and beetle story by T.M. Gannam. And it shows us how sometimes it's hard to know what to do when you don't know what's going on. Now, if you can, take a deep breath in and hold it. And let it out. Now, we're ready for today's story. Remember to see the pictures in your head as you listen to the story. I hope you enjoy it. The Misdirection, A Crow and Beetle Story by T.M. Gannam In a thick and thriving wood, abound with creatures of all variety, lived a certain crow and beetle with a rather peculiar relationship. While this pair would seem unlikely to have any relationship at all other than predator and prey, strangely, over time, despite the crow's strong desire to eat the beetle as breakfast, lunch, dinner, or snack, the two have developed what we might refer to as a sort of real friendship. True, most of their interactions involve the crow seeking a fabulous beetle feast and the beetle seeking escape from the crow. But somehow, in the midst of this tense interplay, these two creatures of the earth found a way to appreciate one another. Well, and there you are, we six-legged beastie. Oh, and there you are, giant two-legged beastie. For indeed, the crow towered over the beetle. Beasties are we, exhorted the crow. Beasties are we, agreed the beetle slowly. And today would be the day that I indeed predict that I shall dine on delectable beetle morsels. And I predict that day has yet to come, dear crow, and will not be today. Oh, well, I guess we'll see about that. Oh, yes, I guess we'll see about that, answered the beetle with a here-we-go-again tone, as the other wee creatures of the forest gathered round for what has become known in the wood as one of the more interesting, if not comical, games of back and forth that the crow and beetle now routinely engaged, providing one of nature's very own spectator sports, for the other wee creatures who also inhabited the forest. A gregarious group of grackles chirped to each other. Oh, the crow's gone at this time, no doubt. Won't get fooled again, no, no. Uh, never underestimate the power of a bug, chimed the crickets. We're very buggy, it's a thing. The grackles couldn't help but nod in agreement. Then all eyes zeroed in, anticipating action, as the crow readied by sweeping back its splendid black feathered wings in grand fashion, as the crow likes to do. And with eyes laser-focused on the beetle, the crow's mouth opened wide and prepared to snatch the wee bug between its nimble beak, when suddenly the strangest of sounds froze the whole of the forest. 
It was the beetle uttering guttural calls of randomness and executing some sort of a dance with outlandish gyrations, plunging legs to and fro, eyes crossed and tongue protruding, and truly saying nothing but sounding so incredibly strange. The crow stood still as air, its wings still spread, and looked down at the beetle who was continuing to jump awkwardly, issuing its soundscape of absurd gibberish. The beetle finally stood in place and looked up at the crow who seemed to tuck the shoulder of its right wing neath its beak and asked, Hey, uh, uh, what was that? The beetle issued matter-of-factly. The crow wasn't sure if it should have known what the beetle was saying and looked to the grackles and crickets for assistance, but their blank stares could offer none. Not wanting to appear ignorant, the crow's ego decided to err on the side of caution and managed, Well, uh, yes, yes, of course, well, uh, everyone knows that. The crow looked for a response from the chirping gallery. The grackles and crickets nodded to each other, not wanting to appear out of touch either, as the beetles scanned everyone's reactions and figured the strategy was working. The beetle released another spill of gibberish. and hopped on one leg, darting the other five arrhythmically in all directions, eyes still crossed, making for a rather less than appealing snack for the crow. Uh, uh, yes, well, I, I see. Searched the crow to find a social etiquette with which to stamp closure on their interaction. Well, I, I, I had better get going, um, though it has been quite a pleasure. But what about the beetle feast? Egged the chorus of grackling cricket. Ah, uh, yes, well, uh, not today, uh, not right now. Uh, yes, I forgot about what the beetle knew already, that today was not the day for the feast. I simply got the schedule wrong. Uh, my bad. Uh, yes, uh, well, we'll see you, and a good day. And the crow, in a fluttering flourish, zipped clear of the disappointed audience, who was left both speechless and unentertained. The beetle gave the grackles and crickets another for good measure, causing the befuddled huddle to step back, and then the clever bug strode away to find its way home. The last of the day's sun peppered through the forest canopy as the beetle plowed a heady traverse home through the maple and sycamore, oak and apple trees. All the while, the beetle thought to itself, My goodness, but if I have to act like a complete fool just to make it home to supper, I mean really. That crow, I know it means well and can't help its gustatory instincts, but the lengths I must go to to steer clear of that bird, I... And just then, the beetle heard a squealing tussle of fowl, that is, birds engaged in battle, a flush with a winged warfare, a vigorous and awful squawking of hostility, and realized it was the crow engaged in contentious conflict with a hawk squaring off over a defenseless mouse for the prize of flying away with an evening meal. 
The beetle could see that the crow was struggling to hold its own against the much bigger and stronger hawk, and for the first time observed fear in the crow's eyes. The wee beetle's large heart began to swell, and a courageous conviction came over the extraordinary bug, who then began to issue a stream of outrageous sonic ridiculousness and disturbing genuflection that made the whole forest stop yet again. <laughs> The crow and hawk interrupted their roughhousing to take in the compelling distraction that truly could not be ignored, and tilted their birdie heads in an effort to understand what they were hearing and seeing. Upon noticing that it was a delicious beetle treat making such a racket, the hawk licked its beak in hunger, but the beetle continued its nonsensical performance art. <laughs> And then the hawk gave a look of distaste, and its tongue slipped back inside its beak, and it almost seemed as though its brow began to furrow. The hawk looked at the crow with concern, and the crow looked back at the hawk with a shucks if I know shrug, and the hawk realizing that the treat they had been fighting over was long gone, and being a creature of determined action, the hawk decided to waste no more time in this section of the wood and flew off towards the sunset to calculate the odd character of life. The crow looked across the interwoven branches of pine, oak, and maple that spread between it and gave the beetle a grateful nod. The beetle clicked its pincers in response. The crow, unsure what to say, managed... Well, that worked out, didn't it? The beetle blinked and said, Well, indeed it did, didn't it? Indeed it did, smiled the crow. A silence passed. The crow, not sure if it should say anything else, decided to just say what was on its mind and released, Hmm, I am still looking for that evening supper and a juicy beetle feast. And quickly, the beetle interrupted with, <laughs> To which the crow, receiving the point straight away, issued a, Right then. Uh, well, uh, have a splendid evening, and perhaps we'll see each other tomorrow, and... Uh, <laughs> and suspending any more comment, the crow lifted off with a flourish over the forest canopy and bellowed, Until we meet again. And a soft smile spread across the beetle's wee face as it scuttled to the comfort of its cozy wee nest. The end. I hope you enjoyed the misdirection, a crow and beetle story, as much as I enjoyed reading it to you. It just goes to show that even though we do it, we have to in order to survive. It's always best to lead with our hearts. Thanks so much for joining us today, and special thanks as always to Paxton Stanley for his fabulous music and sound effects. Until next time, remember to keep using your imagination and see just how powerful your mind truly is. Goodbye for now. <laughs>